Card Games Podcast. I am Cody, and I'm joined by... It's me, Sam. Yes. And I don't know why we do this all the time. <laughs> um, we need to just write we down how we're going to do it. So it's fine. Exactly. Uh, this week on Geek Card Games, we have a very special episode. Today, we are covering Tomb Raider, the movie. Not the Angelina Jolie ones, the new one <laughs> that just came out. Yes. I mean, those were pretty good. Like, Angelina Jolie ones were a little weird at times. A lot of sex stuff happening all the time i know i saw them but i don't really remember them so yeah. i don't feel it's hey, a great point. loss yeah good point anyways uh so the reason <laughs> we are covering a movie this week is because i will be out of town for a couple of days so we want to be able to record a regular episode so we were like well let's cover a video game movie so we're still in the realm of video games uh so yeah and and also, I mean, there's going to be some talk of the Tomb Raider video game as well. Um, yes, Sam's been playing, so. Yes, because, like, I saw that the movie was coming out, and we talked about doing this, and I was like, you know what, I, I don't remember if I've played some of a Tomb Raider game or not, because I have this image in my mind of uh, Lara on a boat talking to a guy about this trip, you know? It's like, it was very clear in my mind. So I'm like, I think maybe I played it. Then I went back and no, I, I hadn't played the game. That was just the movie trailer that I remembered seeing in my head. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, so I haven't played the game. Um, but I checked my library and I have Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. And I don't remember if it was a free PS Plus game at some point, or if it was just on sale and I bought it because it seemed like a good idea. Sometimes I do that. Um, I don't know. But whatever whatever the case, I had it in my library and I started playing it. So I got to play it before I saw the movie. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, so we will be doing some non-spoiler talk first and then eventually moving on to spoilers. That's how we'll be doing our movie reviews. Um, we do have others planned in the future. I mean, I wanted to just do spoilers at the first with no warning, but Cody said that was a no-go, so I it's fine. Yeah, I figured I might lose a couple people. Um, so definitely, if you do plan to see this movie, stop when we say, hey, we're going to be doing spoilers, but if you don't plan on seeing this, feel free to listen all the way through. We'll be giving our opinions on the movie all that. Uh, so Sam, let's get started with some spoiler-free stuff. Do you like Tomb Raider, the movie? So I liked it quite a bit. I feel like I would have liked it more if I hadn't played the game first. Um, So that's a lot of that that I can't really get into until we get into the story. Um, But overall, I thought Alicia Vikander was fantastic as Lara Croft. I thought she totally embodied what what this character is. Um, after playing the game, like seeing her, it seemed like this was... Oh, what are you making a face at me for? Uh, no, no, I'm not making a face. I was not making, You're making a face. You're making a face. Um, well, okay, finish yours and then I'll get to mine. Well, now I'm thrown off. Oh, tell me. No, just tell me. Tell me. <laughs> What's this? Um, okay. I did not hate this movie. I liked it to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some issues with the start of the movie and how they portrayed Laura at the start. And then there's a very hard cut and she becomes this badass character that you know from the video games. That's how I felt at least. 
She's Alyssa, Alyssa Vikander. That's how you pronounce it, right? Alyssa Vikander, yeah. Alyssa yeah. Vikander is a really great actress. Uh, I believed like every everything she was doing. I hundred percent believed it. She's a great actress. Um, other people in the movie were not very believable. I felt <laughs> like <laughs> some of the acting in this movie was not very good at times. Um, okay, let me go back because you said that you didn't think it was very believable for her to just suddenly become this action hero. And I felt that at the beginning, it's showing different aspects of her life that are showing like the building blocks for how she can become. And she doesn't start out as like, you know, a total badass. She kind of has to go through a transformation when she gets to the island. It's not like, I mean, she's kind of a reluctant hero. She doesn't go searching for like this. What are you, you're making a face again. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just, it's tough. Cause I can't talk about spoiler stuff, but like, okay. um, so let's go over like the plot first. Why don't we no, get this spoiler okay. stuff? All right. But let's, let's, cause I watched the trailer before we started recording so that we could just like talk about the plot based on the trailer because that wouldn't give any spoilers, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so pretty much the base thing is that Laura is... Laura's father has disappeared. Um, and so she's kind of an orphanish character. Like, she... But she's an is, adult. She's an adult, yeah, yeah. She's an adult, and, like, she's just trying to make sense meet. Um, and then something happens... And she is in the trailer. I'm not sure. She in the trailer, she gets this key to a secret room where all of her dad's research was. She finds out her dad wasn't just this wealthy businessman. He was like this crazy Indiana Jones archaeologist type with all of this research. And there's this tomb on an island and um, she finds the notes about how to get it. And so she wants to go try to find her dad is basically... What the start of this is. Uh, and so she eventually does make it to this island and some things occur. Um, and that's kind of the base plot of this movie. Yes. Uh, um, there's probably about 30 minutes of it is not on the island. And then once we get to the island, things just started happening. Yeah, that's what I was. One thing I was going to say, like, it seemed like that first part was really long. Um, the lead up to before she got to the island. Um but I didn't mind that because, like, I liked the character development that we were getting from that. And I liked seeing the different aspects of her life and getting to know who she is, like, at this stage in her life. I thought it was good um, kind of, like, background material on her. Um, but because that was so long, the rest of the movie seemed, like pretty rushed especially after playing the video game because you know it takes like 20 hours to get through all this it progresses slowly but like he's just like bam she's on the island and shit starts going down so it it all seemed to just go pretty fast uh after that yeah so i definitely think um we're gonna start to move into spoilers soon but just um let me see if i have anything else yeah if you have anything else you'd like that uh i liked the actor who played lou Ren, the uh Captain of the ship? Yes, very good actor. He was good. I think I've seen him in uh, some other small roles, and he usually does a very good job. Um, Bad guy? Uh, God, I can't remember that that, that dude's name. I I took notes. His name is Walton Goggins. Yes. Always 
plays a bad guy, I've he's noticed, skeezy, in most movies. Skeezy, skeezy. He's a looking dude, yeah. Um, but he always kills it. Like, I'll give it to you. Like, he did a great job here. Um, I think he plays in Justified. And that's, like, I've never... I don't think yes, I've watched that, but I've seen commercials. Guy. And he's, like, just, like, the kind of gross guy in that. Um, so, yeah, he's the bad guy. Um, her Her friend at the beginning, Laura's friend that you see... Like, I was watching that, and I'm like, who is this girl? Because I recognize her, but I couldn't place her. Um, so I went and looked it up. Her name is Hannah John Carmen, and she's not, like, super famous, I guess. But, excuse me, she was um, in a show called Killjoys on Sci-Fi Network. And I'd watched oh, okay. a few episodes right. of that, and I liked it. So she was on that, and so that's why she looked so familiar. Based on just, if you were not a fan of the video game and... Going into this movie, I do think this is a very nice popcorny action movie. It's a very good action movie. Yeah. Um, so definitely if you can go to a matinee, get a little cheap ticket, get some popcorn, go hang out and watch it. I definitely because um, once you get through that like kind of first thirty minutes, like the movie definitely ramps up and it's a lot of fun from there. The first thirty minutes is not bad. I like the first thirty minutes, Cody. It's good. Well, like, as far as we'll, we'll discuss this. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Um, um, okay. This isn't. <clears throat> excuse me. I am so sorry. Um, but let's just let's just go ahead and talk about it. Oh my God, her abs are amazing, Cody. I mean, I I just can't even. Some pretty good abs. Pretty good abs, my ass, Cody. She is phenomenal. <laughs> Her body is in like the best shape that I've ever seen. She's got muscles just like everywhere. So when she's in the action role doing these like jumps and like actiony type stuff, it is like super believable because like she's got the muscles to back up um, all the the stunts that she's doing. So it looked incredible. Yeah, there's uh, I've had some moments in this movie where I was like, man, if I was in that situation, I'd be dead because I could not hold on to something that long. Oh like, yeah, I'd just be dead. No, yeah, yeah. Um, um, she's got tremendous upper body strength. Um, right. I mean, she's... she definitely got. I don't know if she was ripped before this, but she definitely put the work in for this oh, yeah. role. And she definitely yeah. worked very hard to get into this shape to make a believable action hero. So she did a phenomenal job. So there's that. So before we move into spoilers, would you recommend this film to anybody, really? I Absolutely. I would definitely recommend this. Like I said, I really liked it, and I would have liked it even more if I didn't have the plot point problems um, because of what I played in the video game. Because, like, you know, it's it's this movie is based on Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, the story in that game, um, but it's real loosely based okay um like there's there's like so many characters in the game that do not make it into the movie um and then there's just the whole storyline is just real real loose it's not it's not it doesn't follow the game um they take some major different tacks and i mean that would be fine I think people who didn't play the game that went into it, they'd just be like, yeah, this is awesome. It's cool. Um, and if you weren't like, spoiler alert, I am in love with the video game. So I that's my that's my uh, ruling factor right there. So that prevented me from liking the movie to the utmost. But I think it's a very good movie. So. Okay. Uh, and I would also 
recommend the movie. Very good action film. Uh, if you have time, go see it. And if you have a even slight interest in the character of Laura Croft, definitely go see it. And with that, we're going to start moving into spoilers. So we're going to give you guys about a minute or so to, you know, pause, run to the kitchen where you're listening to this, making a sandwich. Um, if you're in your car, on the side of the road, throw your radio out the window. Um, <laughs> don't do that. That's, yeah, don't that's do that. Rip your headphones out. It's um, it is littering. Uh, for that, and we will not pay the bill for that. I mean, right. you throw it out, you might accidentally hit a squirrel. It would be horrible. So, let's and just... Sam will come for you if you kill a squirrel. Don't kill a she squirrel. Will. Not cool. Not cool. Okay, spoiler right. warning is out there. All right, tell me, yes. tell me your problems, Cody. All right. Um, so I got quite a few things here. Uh, but we start off with her getting her ass kicked in a boxing ring mm-hmm. and i was like okay this is kind of a weird way to show me like badass laura croft whatever and then we move to the whole like okay she's definitely hurting for money mm-hmm. and then after pretty much right after that we find out that her dad's been missing for seven years mm-hmm. i don't know anybody who's like been missing for seven years and hasn't been proclaimed dead why would you not leave like any bit of money to this child that you just no, left behind. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. No, she has access to all the money, but she has to um like do Claim the witnessing death. that he's dead. Like she, and okay, I think what you think about for seven years. I think he's dead at this point. Like well, this she, is... no, because she loves him and is just in denial and is not willing to accept that he's dead. So she refuses to sign it. She refuses to take her birthright. She moves out of her giant mansion. She doesn't want to accept that and move on. That's the point. Maybe, she has access to all the money. She could be running the business if she wanted to. She just chose not to because she wasn't willing to accept it. Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel well, like it's I mean, all you're definitely dead. crazy, but that has nothing to do with crazy, this movie. Um, so, like after seven years, you're just you eventually get proclaimed dead. Like it's just like, hey, this the state or they are in somewhere in Europe, right? Yes. They don't have British accents. Yes, so, probably okay. just. London? I don't I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. So but I feel like here in the States, like after a certain period of time, you're just proclaimed dead and I mean it might be seven years. I mean that's it's a decent amount of time. So I mean you've got some um, time. I think that's what I was gonna happen. Like... I think that was we were at the point right now. That's where Anna, uh who plays is played by Kristen Scott Thomas, she can came to her and was like, Hey, you need to sign and acknowledge this and take over the estate or else it's all going to get sold off because like that's I think that's the point where the government's going to come in like enough time has passed that they don't have any yeah, leeway okay. anymore. So I think that's kind of like this is the tipping point of it. Um, okay. That makes sense. Okay, um, let's go back to her getting her ass kicked in the boxing ring. Okay. Because I think this is important because it shows that she has the training. She is a fighter. Yeah, she was getting her ass kicked, but I think... I don't even know if they were like some of the same moves, but it seems like stuff you saw in that first fight come back later in the movie. Like yeah. I think like with the with the choking him choking off and stuff like that, like it comes back. So I think it's important to see that she has this training. And I think if you didn't see that and you just like started in the island, you'd be like, well, I guess she has training. I don't know. Um, but here you get to see it. And also you get to see those um, abs. I mean, that's worth I mean, it yeah. by itself. So, <laughs> And so, like, 
that she does this weird biking thing and like the biking thing was cool i'll give her that it's a great scene um the weird fox game they play which seemed very weird like <laughs> if hey if you know that happens in somewhere please let me know because it sounds like a good time um <clears throat> And after that, she gets arrested. But also, uh, let me say that the biking, I think, is important also because you see what a tremendous athlete she is. She does lots of cardio. So running through the woods is going to be A-OK -okay for her. So it's all yeah. important, Cody. It's building her character. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. To the point. <laughs> no, like, it's, it's, it's... I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, man, they're really rushing this. Like, they're just trying to get, like, everything packed in this first 30 minutes so we can get to this island. But then I realized, like... There are probably people out there who don't know who Laura Croft is, who, mm -hmm. what a tomb, like what Tomb Raider is. So, like, they definitely have to do an introduction. It's just like how we complain about superhero movies. Like, oh god, mm -hmm. I get to see Uncle Ben shot for the nine thousand time. Like, yeah. okay, but some people don't know who Spider Man is. So, yeah, I definitely get like, it's just like this is a very, like, Spider Man's well known at this point. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, maybe not so much. Yeah, I did enjoy once, like, once the ball got rolling and like she gets the key and she starts mm -hmm. finding out what her dad was doing. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. Um, like, yeah, I, I like the actor who plays Lou Ren. Uh, mm -hmm. He, it's really, it's really funny that he's just a drunk and like <laughs> he lost all his money. So he's like, the my favorite line in this movie was, "She pulls this money out of the shoe and slaps it down on the table." <laughs> and like, he just lost all his money the night before. So he's like, "What's in the other shoe?" And like, I just, <laughs> I just fucking cracked up at it. Um, playing once we start going towards the island i was like all right this is getting good like it's starting to ramp up we're learning stuff um so, so to to backfill well if you're if you're listening to this you've probably already seen it so you know that her dad hired lou rin's dad to take him yes. to the island seven years ago that's how she tracked lou down and convinced him to take her to the island there's a real good i enjoyed the scene with the three little street hooligans who try to steal her bag and she has to go chase him down oh yeah that was a very good chase scene um well and also you see a little bit of her personality because i mean she she gets the bag back and then they pull a knife on her and she, she doesn't try to fight these guys then she's like i'm getting the hell out of here so i mean she's yeah. not out here looking for conflict she just wants to go find her dad and she's eventually going to get pushed into more violent things later but her nature right now is not to just jump into battle yeah uh i definitely yeah the chase scene was very cool and like you do get to see like the uh where she grabs the kind of hook because there's always oh, gonna be a random hook hanging around mm -hmm. in these scenarios she grabs it and like swings around i was like ah you know that's something you'd see in the video game yeah okay. yeah always um, swinging on stuff so going back so loren and uh laura are going across the ocean and they get to the part where they're about to get to the <laughs> island and then the weather gets really crazy and the ship crashes and Laura wakes up and there is the bad guy in the movie. Did we ever get his name? It's Matthias. Okay. And I, I'm pretty sure they talk about it in the movie, but I mean, I just know it so well from the video game. Um, so. Um, so he's pretty much like, oh, what did you want to say, Sam? Okay, before we get to that. Let's just go ahead and quick talk about um, all the people that were in the video game that did not make it into the movie. Um, 
So the video game, Laura has this whole crew. There's she's not looking for her dad. She's specifically going to the island to look for uh, the tomb of Himiko, which is the same thing in the movie, Himiko's tomb. Um, but so Wait, she, we should hard cut. Hard oh pause. my god! So, pause and then pause. I haven't, played, <laughs> I haven't played the game, so like this is supposed to be loosely based on the first game. So you can and you played the first game, so you can attest to this. Like, so how much so far are we like? Like you're obviously talking about it right now, but it's kind of how much is lining up? Like, explain. Um. Okay, I need to finish telling you about some of these people. Okay, so go, go on the boat with her, there's this girl named Sam who is like about the same age as Laura. They're buddies. Um, oh. she is uh, Asian American, I believe. Um, and that's going to be important later because what you eventually find out is. Their boat crashed because Himiko, who is the queen, um, has power over the weather and she likes to make things crash on her island and she doesn't let anything leave her island ever. So anytime anyone tries to leave, a storm will come up and they get pushed back to the island. Okay, we're going to go into like spoilers for the game as well. Are you cool with that, Cody? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so eventually... Um, you find out that Himiko used to, she would find an heir, like a, a young girl, and she would pass on her power to the girl, uh, when it was time for her to die, you know, when she was getting old. And so her, her line continued and like the power would pass on and on. Um, and so you get the sense that Matthias, what he wants to do is take Sam, turns out she's a descendant of Himiko, and he wants to get Himiko's power into Sam so that she can control the weather and then everybody can leave the island. Um, but later, even further along, you actually find out that Himiko was actually like just this real evil mean lady and she wasn't transferring her power to these other women, girls. She was just like inserting herself into them and destroying yeah, their personality. So, so she was, she was bad news. Um, so she tries to, Matthias takes Sam, uh, starts the ceremony to do the transfer. Um, Laura has to come in and save the day, uh, which she does. She saves Sam multiple times. Um, so she saves her. And then like at the end of the game, Laura's carrying Sam like down the mountain. And so she's just like a typical action hero man would be like, you have to save the girl and like carry her to safety. And I enjoyed that because like, as I was playing the game, I was like, you know, what? there's nothing like super clear about this. I'm just going to pretend that they're in love. Cause why not? It makes me happy. Part, yeah. Um, yeah. there was one part where you find a journal where Sam was writing about, um, this vacation they took together and they had a good time exploring stuff, but then they kept running into all these cute boys. I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. They still love each other. There could be cute boys to play with, but it's fine. I will say I was shipping Lou Ren and Laura so hard. I was like, yeah, my boy, Lou Ren, get it. Okay. Let me just say you were shipping those two because they're the only two fucking people in the movie. Pretty much reasonable. Good point. Okay. Um, so the other people that are missing from the movie there's Reyes, who is an African-American woman, and she's got quite a bit of an attitude. For much of the game, she is pissed at Laura because Laura brought her here. She crashed. Reyes just wants to get home to her daughter. Um, but you find hey. out uh, the father is Roth, who is 
he's not the captain. He's just, uh, he was friends with Laura's dad. He's like the kind of man in charge. There's this guy named Grimm who is the captain. And he's like this real grizzled, I think maybe he's like Irish or Scottish. He's got some kind of accent and he's a lot of fun. And then there's this big guy named Jonah who um, kind of seems like he's from the Polynesian Isles or something. Um, and he's the cook. Um, he's a good guy. And then there's Whitman who is like in charge of a uh, reality. He's the, the lead character in a reality TV show which they're also filming that while they're doing this part of the quest. Yeah, like, you I know, think that's as where, you... as you do, like that's where some Why? of their funding came from. And I think Sam is oh. actually like the producer and like Whitman is like the on-air talent or something. And he's a fucking asshole. Um, that's neither here nor there. But so there were all these people that were with Laura in the game uh, that she gets separated from. She comes back to different things happen throughout the game. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. Look, you can keep going now with your part of the story, and then I'll interject again when we get to the next thing that I'm very upset about. So, one more time. What was this bad guy's name? Because Matthias. I Matthias. Okay. Yes. So, Matthias reveals to Laura, uh, after he has got her, like, uh, the, the shipwrecked, and he has, quote-unquote, saved her, uh, reveals that he has killed Laura's dad, Laura's dad's gone, um, and he is looking for the tomb of Hemico because somebody on this phone says he can't go home until he finds the tomb of Hemico. Yes. So um, Trinity is the name of the organization that he works for. Yeah. And when Laura found her father's notes, like it was talking about Trinity. And actually there was a little video message from her dad. And he was like, Trinity is the worst. They're trying to end the world. You have to destroy all of this research so that they can never reach the tomb and be a threat to the world. So she was supposed to destroy all this shit. She was never supposed to come to the island. I mean, he was telling her, hey, don't go raiding tombs. Just uh, mind your own business. But yes. yeah. she's stubborn. Um, she does what she wants. And she needs closure about her dad. So she came to the island anyway. Uh, so at this point, Laura like busts out of the tent. Like, no, my God, uh, you killed my dad, all that. Uh, and she finds out that, like, they have pretty much got, like, some slave labor going on. And, mm -hmm. like, Lou Ren's already working. So Laura starts doing some slave labor for them. <laughs> and that's, like, the saddest part of the movie. This old man gets, like, sick. And yeah. was, like, is, like, coughing to death. And then, like, Matthias just walks up and pops one in his head. I was like, what the? Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I, at this point, it's kind of like, Laura's like, all right, I need to get out of here. Like... So, can't she? Does she end up shooting someone, or what was? How did she make um, her distraction? I think Lurin like has a shovel or something and hits the guy with the gun to distract him while Lara yeah. runs away. At some point, Lou ends up with the gun, but then he doesn't get far. He gets shot just in the shoulder. He's okay. Um, yeah. But she runs off. I think this is where she runs off for a and while. She, is this where yeah, the she first gets in, like? First kill happens? No, I don't think so. I think this is where she jumps in the water and then the water carriers her down and she jumps on like Oh, the, plane. the airplane. Okay, so yes. So... Airplane on the edge of a waterfall. And this is the point in the movie where I was like, I'd be dead. No, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But this was this was really good because this part was very similar to the game. There is a part where she ends up in this plane and uh, in the movie it's all rotted. There's no glass, but like the metal starts breaking and she's going to fall through in the game. I think there was still glass because you like feel the see the glass starting to break um, in both the game and the movie. She falls down. She grabs the parachute with her and like pops that open as she's falling, which I was like. If you're going to, I mean, suspension of disbelief, but I'm like, if you pop that, I don't care how good a grip you have on it in your hands. I feel like it's going to yank out of your hands. I was like, that was a little. um, Um, But she goes. I believe hmm. in the game, is this not where you fall and like some wood goes through like your leg in a very grotesque manner? Okay, now here's the thing. So it's it's a piece of rebar, which I'd heard about this quite a bit. And I'm like, people are like, yeah, this huge thing of rebar. It's like, there's no way she'd survive. And when I played the game, it happens. And I'm like, oh, and it's like this real thin little piece of rebar. And it's like right on the very edge of her of her skin. So it's like, it clearly didn't go through any like major organs. I mean, it went through skin, it went through muscle. But I'm like, okay, yes, that's gonna that's gonna hurt. That's gonna bleed. That's gonna be a pain. But I mean, it's, you know... I don't think it's life-threatening. It's not as big of a deal as people made it out injury, to be. The injury in the movie seemed more life-threatening because like a, like a splinter or something of wood yeah. in her stomach where no, almost where like one of her kidneys would be, right? I feel it was still way on the side of her of her stomach, like way on the edge yeah. of her. I mean, it was, it's too far. I think they made it far enough away from like any major organs where it's okay. I guess so. It's just like, yeah, this is going to suck. Um, okay. Keep going. So she, so she gets a little splinter in her. She rips it out, uh, and she starts kind of doing some exploring. And I believe this is where she sees a figure and starts chasing the figure. I think she has her first kill first. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, yeah, because okay. the dude shows up. So yes. when she runs away, Matthias sends the guard who got hit by the shovel after her, mm-hmm. and like he shows up, and I don't think he's bringing Laura back alive. So he starts fighting her, and Laura does the headlock technique, and then pretty much drowns her. Him. And at this point, I was like, holy shit, this movie's really good. Yeah, I thought this scene was so good because it was like, just like gritty and raw, and like you were down in the mud with them, and you could see like on her the toll this was taking on her as she's got her grip. She's holding him down in the water. She like knows that she's killing somebody for the first time. And it's just like the emotions that are going through her. She's trying to just live and survive through this and knowing that this is what she has to do. Um, It was emotional. It was very well done. I thought that was a very great scene. Yeah. And this definitely like shows you that like Laura's not here to be the nice like hero mm-hmm. type she's here to survive like mm-hmm. she's going to get out of here she wants to get out of here she'll do whatever it has to take including drowning a man yeah so after this she sees the figure and chases the figure and the figure ends up being her dad after they do some like he doesn't recognize her, so she does this like two finger thing <laughs> that they do. They used to like, I think that was like they blow the kiss with the two fingers. To, like, yeah. That was just their little thing. Uh, I don't know. Did. I got some very like uh, Hunger Games vibe because she like kissed her <laughs> hand and then yeah. held up the fingers. And I was like, yeah, Sector 9, something like that. 
Okay, so we have just entered my major problem with the movie. Um, her dad was not in the game at all. I did okay. not want her dad in the movie, and I just didn't like that that was the choice that they made um, in the movie. You know, she's she's established. She's her own woman. She's taking care of business. She's doing this. In the movie, they make her where she's still just a weak kind of daughter like she's doing all this for her father she needs her father and like everything about this is influenced by him it seems like and that was just like a little disappointing for me like I wanted her to be out of his shadow and just to be completely her own thing so I was just like ugh. I kind of had a different reaction to it the second <laughs> I found out he was alive I was like that fucker's dying for the end of this movie like he's fucking gone uh i was just like whatever you're gonna die soon my friend um that actor looks very familiar i feel like he played he's dominic west dominic did he play it was he the dracula in that dracula movie which dracula movie uh it just came out a couple years ago um there's a dracula movie a couple years ago yeah, it was supposed to be part of that whole like movie monster universe, and then they were like, "No, I forget what it was called." What movie monster universe? Like how they're doing like with the mummy, and they it's were supposed have... to be a universe. Yeah, they, they were supposed to. They, 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 it did not go well with the mummy doing so bad. Um, I can't remember. He was, I think, he was the Dracula in one of the Dracula movies. Um, so he's like. So they start talking, like they're reminiscing, and he is pretty much like, well, how did you find me? She starts explaining, and then she reveals that, uh, I fucking forgot the name again, Matthias? Yes, Matthias. Matthias. Matthias got the book. He gets, like, pissed <laughs> at her. He's like, you yeah. stupid. Like, he's, I'm like, oh my god, dude, pretty nice. She just wanted to say I don't, I don't think he called her, her stupid. That's fine. I think she called her. I'm pretty sure. No, he's okay. He said he said something about her stupidity. Okay. Okay. Well, he's already disappointed in her because, like, he wants to know about her. And he's like, Did you go to Oxford or Cambridge? And she's like, Yeah, I didn't go to university. He's like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they started talking about university. And she was just like, Yeah, no. Uh, And I was like, Relate, girl. I can relate. (laughs) So I do not want Laura Croft to be the disappointing daughter. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, Uh, Can. Okay, go ahead. So she gets mad, sees a bow and arrow. At some point, we got a flashback about how she was learning to shoot a bow and arrow mm-hmm. earlier in this movie. Yeah. So she picks up the bow and arrow, and you're like, shit's about to go down. Oh, yes. So. Okay. One real important thing that, like, I just, I needed this, okay? So I see this old guy who's living in a cave. He's been on this island for seven years. Of course, he has, like, ugliest fucking beard. Just like everywhere, it's like, Ugh. and I'm that was I'm watching, a pretty fucked up looking beard, my man. I'm like, watching it. I'm like, God, that is so horrible. I wish they would just shave that thing off. Next scene, you know what happens? He's outside. Oh, he's, and he's, like, like, he's, sh- he's trimming his beard. I'm like, thank you. Oh my god, 
would have been so job, much. Well, I mean, you like, know, whatever. I don't think he has like real. This scissors. side was like pretty shaven, but this side was still like, hey, what's up? He didn't have Scraggly. a razor. He had sh- he had scissors, and he was making the effort, and it looked a lot better I mean, than it did the night before. That. I'll say that. So I was very happy because, like, yeah, I never get that in a movie. I'm always like, please just shave it, and they never do. So the fact that they made an effort, I approve of that. If you have to have a dad, at least uh, get him a little bit well groomed. So. <laughs> um, so Laura grabs a bow and arrow and sets out to free the slave uh, laborers and Lou Ren. And she does a pretty good job. Like, she's taking some people out. Yeah, her whole plan is she heard Matthias on the satellite phone, like, radioing, radioing in, saying, like, you know, we can get the chopper here to get everybody off once you open the tomb. So she's like, if I can just get this phone, I can get us off the island. Which I was like, really? I mean, yeah, they're going to hear you know. on the radio and be like, yeah, we're not coming for you. I don't I don't know. So it's, yeah, um, it's a weird plan. But anyway, she goes and steals the phone, phone, I guess. Uh, yeah. So she uh, starts taking out some guards, gets some of the slave laborers uh, armed up. And I feel like the plan's going pretty well until the dad shows up. Of and course. Fucks everything up. He fucks everything up um, just like a dad does. No, no, that's not true. I love my dad. Dads are good. Fucks up uh, to the the gate of the tomb of Himiko and like is like in all of it because like he's been looking for this for years, obviously. And Matthias walks up behind him, points the gun at his head, and it's like, he's like, oh, I've been looking for you. Um, and then and this this is where definitely a moment where I agree with you that like it made Laura look weak yes. because somehow the dad ends up on the ground, Matthias has a gun to his head, Laura has a bow pointed at Matthias, and you're like, Well, bullets travel faster than arrows, so this isn't gonna end well. <laughs> uh, so Laura's like, I love you. I'll open the gate if you let him live, and Matthias agrees. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, hey, cool. That whole scene where she opens the door was pretty cool. Like, I was like, oh, she's doing her shit. Whatever, Yeah, man. that was cool. Um, but, like, it made her... It, a, it did make, it did her, make her, weak. her weak. It made her do something for Matthias when that is not in her character. She would not yeah. help him normally. Um, so just like, ugh. But, I mean, it's like what you expect in one of those movies, you know? Yeah. Just like, yeah. Um, okay. Um, so at this point, this is where... I was already like, all right, I'm on board. This movie's pretty good. I was like, this is my shit. Like, this is such a good fucking movie from here on. Do you remember the part when they first walk into the tomb and there's this skull on the ground? And do you remember what happens? Yes. Okay, so this scene happened, and I was like, Sam's going to bring this fucking up. <laughs> so they walk in, and out of this skull's eye comes millions of little spiders. And I'm like... Oh God! If this comes back at some point, like spiders are everywhere. It's fantastic. Um. So they're walking in. Matthias has a couple dudes with them, and like one of them is very clearly scared, and one of them's a jerk and tries to make fun of the the guy who's scared, and steps on a plating. These are the stupidest guys in the world. Everybody keeps setting off booby traps. You would think they'd learn after the first one, but they don't. Like, hey, maybe maybe we should look where we step before we go anywhere. No, let's just let's just run in there and set stuff off, hope for the best. Yeah. It it was bad. So they step on the plate and a spike goes right through this dude's like side of his face pretty much. Like it like comes from the ground, goes straight up, right through the side of the head. 
he falls down and they're just like, oh, better watch your step, I guess. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I mean, if I were in charge of this expedition, I would be like, okay, everybody walk in a straight line. We're going to be very careful. We're going to look exactly where we go before we take a step. Nobody touch anything. But yeah. No, they're just like, yeah, let's try it. Um, I will say probably the worst part of this entire, like, because this is, we're, we're, this is like the third act. Like, we're getting to the yeah. conclusion of this movie. These one random bit was where they laid the ladder across the pit, and Laura had to slowly walk across it as if it was very dangerous. I was like, okay, this is weird. Okay, Whatever. all right, Cody, I'd like to see you walk across a ladder over a deep chasm of who knows what's down well, first there. Off, you That's don't walk hard. over the fucking ladder. You crawl, you crawl on your hands That's and knees. True. That's a very good point. Like, <laughs> why is this motherfucker standing? Like, sit down. Yeah, yeah, I would crawl. Um, That's a good point. I don't remember if there was a trap in between this, um, but then we get into the room, and earlier in the movie, they call it the Faces of Himiko, um, and they go to try to leave, and one of the guards triggers a booby trap, and the doors close in this tiny little room, and then all it's of a sudden... It's not a tiny floor, room. It's a decent-sized room. Decent-sized room. Because they're having um, to throw stuff real far. Yeah, good point. Uh, and the floor starts falling out from under them and piece Laura has to figure out the puzzle to get out and it turns out there's like a riddle something about like the color of life I don't know this, this got a little weird for it me. was really cheesy I was like what what does this even happen why it just felt um, real weird but I will say once she solved the puzzle and it was like it's a round rolling door and like the floor had fallen away. So she was just like hanging on this door and like doing stuff. I really so, expected her to go with it. No, like, well, she starts like it starts rolling open again and she's just like hanging on the door until she can get over to the edge and drop off. And that looked really cool. So I mean, yeah. she's got that upper body wow. strength, you know? So she kind of, it kind of forced some teamwork between Matthias and Laura and her dad. Uh, and they got the door opened after they made the color green because green equals life. I mean, it does, but it's really, it was just a weird, weird thing. Um, and I think from here we're pretty good. And then we get to the the room where Hemiko's body is. And... Well, because they go through this one more chamber, which I think is like where all of her like a thousand handmaidens are who like sacrifice themselves to guard her in her afterlife and i expected something bad to happen in this area but they just like yeah. walked right through i was like oh okay like i expect there'd be one more yeah. challenge um so this entire time laura's dad's been kind of like hey shouldn't do this like bad stuff's gonna happen like he, like he end of the world believes, stuff yeah like he understandably believes hemiko is crazy like if we do this um, oh yeah, so the whole thing, his viewpoint on what was happening here was Himiko was a horrible, horrible person who was threatening the world, so they managed to trick her and trap her on this island so that humanity could be saved. That was yes. the premise. Um, so they get to the tomb, they open up the kind of sarcophagus thing, and this is fuck creepy. Because, like, they open it, <laughs> and it's just a normal-looking chick laying there, and, like, the don't the eyes open or something chick. like that? Uh, I don't, I don't remember if the eyes open. I think the eyes pop open, and, like, everyone's like, oh, shit. Um, and then her normal-looking face, like, starts to decay and rot yeah. away, and you're kind of like, oh, okay. Um, 
And and like nobody reacted to that. I mean, I know yeah. like stuff that's been yeah, preserved think, but... for a while. Once air hits it, stuff happens. And I don't know if that's like a normal for it to just completely disintegrate. But everybody was just like, okay, that's cool. That's yeah. fine. Uh, so like at this point, like Laura's kind of standing over there and like the gears are turning in her head about like this, like things they say about Hemiko and all this. Mm-hmm. And Matthias orders some people to move the body. So one of the dudes touches it. And then it clicks in Laura's head that she wasn't actually a destroyer. She had a disease that was killing all these people. And to save the world, she offered to be put into this tomb Mm -hmm. and die alone. Uh, So the guard who kind of touched the body just starts turning black. And like kind of disintegrating. And kind of disintegrating and like almost like it looks like he's gonna explode. Yeah. And he kind of dies. And no, Matthias he dies, is dies. Like, oh, he, he he dies, dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, dies, dies. It's very different. It's just dying. It's very painful. <laughs> well, he um, doesn't kind of die. He dies. <laughs> yeah. So Laura's dad's like, oh, this is what I told you all about. Like bad <laughs> shit, bad shit. Well, and um, let me let me just say, I I like that they did that with the story. I thought that was a very interesting twist to it that she. Had. I thought it was. Like sacrificed cool. herself to save the world. It was cool. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And like the fact that she was like the only carrier of this disease, and like mm-hmm. that's why she had to do this. I was like, that's a really cool aspect of the story. Like, okay, yeah. I'm in. Um, so Laura's dad's kind of like, all right, like y'all can't do this. And Matthias is like, nah, like this is how I get off the island. So he gets one little piece of. Like he breaks off a finger. That's what it was. Puts it in a little baggie and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> Seems like a horrible idea. Seems like a terrible idea, as you will find out later on. Uh, Laura and her dad are like, fuck no, y'all can't do this. And a fight ensues. Well, okay, because when, when that first guy touched it, there were two people who had touched the body to try to get it out. So by this point, I think the other guy starts to have the problem. And that's when the fight ensues, because he starts going crazy and attacking people as he's Yeah, this is kind of... So. This, like... I was like, okay, is he going to turn to, like, a zombie or something? Like, I was like, okay, where are we getting the weird mm-hmm. stuff at? Uh, yeah, so the one guy, like, kind of starts to freak out and, like, tries to attack Laura's dad while Matthias is, like, booking it, and mm-hmm. he tells the other guard to deal with Laura. Laura does this, like, cool chase scene almost and triggers a trap. I guess. I didn't understand what was happening in that room. Yeah, it, this it, it gets a little off the rails here, but um, so Matthias is leaving. He's fucking booking it. Laura gets chased into this random hallway and triggers a trap. I don't know how she knew the trap was there. Don't know. Just don't know. She's real smart. She figures stuff out. Yes. Hold on. Back the... back in the back in the sarcophagus room, there was I don't remember why somebody had it, but there was that like um, pickaxe like climbing tool that uh, I think they use it to pop the sarcophagus okay. lid off. So that's there. So Laura gets that. That's like one of her iconic things from the game because yeah. she's always climbing on stuff. So she's got that with her. Crap. And these like almost like there's uh I can't think it's so not like, tra- like, it- like in Home Alone when those when that bar comes <laughs> down the stairway and hits people, it's like that, but it's got spikes on it and it looks very deadly. Yeah. So a couple of those start coming down, she pulls some badass like jumps over them, slides under them, and then the last one she slides under, you get a cool slow-mo shot of it like mm. just passing her face. And it kills the other guard. And I was like, all right, that was pretty sick. Some good um, action. Uh, and so that's when she goes back to the sarcophagus, I'm pretty sure. And during the fight, her her dad was fighting the 
kind of dying, dying guy. Yeah. Uh, and gets scratched, I'm pretty sure, by him. I think just touching so, uh, conveys it. Or touched. So yeah. He so got touched. Kind of makes a tourniquet to slow it down, to have time to say bye to Laura. Um, and he's like, you got to go. I love you. Well, you have but... to go stop Matthias. That's the important yeah. thing. Like, Matthias can't cannot get this to the world. Can't leave the island with that. Uh, and so you're kind of like, wow, this is real sad. She, like, came here to save her dad. And mm-hmm. now he's going to die here. And I was like, that's pretty sad. And then I was like, but I fucking called it. That fucker's going to die. Like, <laughs> and I was A-OK with this. I was like, yeah, go ahead and kill him. Get him out of here so that we don't yeah. have to let her be free. Let her be Laura Croft. She does not need to be daddy's girl anymore. Um, so I was fine with that. I mean, it was sad. But yeah, they have to say their goodbyes. She has to head on out. Take care of Matthias. So then we have two things going on here. Laura's dad, before he dies, is going to blow up the tomb mm-hmm. so no one can come back and get more of Himiko's body Lord heads off to stop Matthias and a pretty badass fight ensues uh, she kind of like kicks the ladder away so mm-hmm. that he can't cross the pit that she had crossed my big question here is how exactly did Matthias I guess he just kind of skirted the edges of that one room where the floor fell out yeah yeah they both did that which time. makes sense how Laura had time to catch up yeah um Laura catches up, they fight. Uh, it looks like he's going to straight up murder her. And then she... This, this is, happened. okay, this is my oh. other big angry moment, okay? So Matthias has her held down. Um, she is pretty helpless. She cannot get free. Um, it's like, this is this is it. This is all, she's not going to be able to get yeah. out of this on her own. And the thing that saves her is because her dad sets off the explosives the explosion, rock stuff, it throws Matthias off. She's able to knock him off and get free and kill him. And I'm like, no. Like, no, 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 no. Laura is the hero. She does not need her father to save her. Like, she should be able to do this on her own. Like, that's like, it's just like, oh, it's so upsetting for me. Like, she wasn't able to just have the final thing on her own. And like, if if this scenario had presented itself in a different way, like she was held down, she can't get free... And just, like, maybe she had set a timed explosive, and that's what triggered it. And then, like, then it would be okay, because it's like, okay, but that's still her. The fact that it was her father, like, really made me mad. It's like, she's not allowed to stand on her own two feet. I just expected, like, her to, like, kick him in the butt or something off of her. Like, I was just waiting for her to, like, see her, like, kind of do, like, some weird kick-up thing and just (laughs) knock him off. But, yeah, the explosion (laughs) happened. Yeah. Um, And then, like fucking brutal kill coming up she gets the finger that he had put in a little baggie in his pocket and shoves it in his mouth and like forces him to eat it almost and then like roundhouse kicks kicks him into the pit and i was like holy shit that's cool and i didn't understand that because like what was the point of sticking that in there to, I guess, make him sick. But, A, I don't care that it's in a plastic baggie. I would not want to touch that finger. Yeah, it's and it's sense, not yeah. going to infect him if it's in the baggie in his mouth. So I was just like, that's just weird. I, I think know. she made him bite down on it. Like, he, she, like, put it in and it's like, I saw her do this, like, on his head. I don't, it just I, seemed weird. I don't know if, are you just going to bite on something and that's going to, like, break through the plastic bag? I don't know. I mean, I mean it was a very... Small plastic bag. I assumed it went through. I mean, I feel like if I got a Ziploc baggie right now and stuck it in my mouth and bit it, I don't think I would break well, through no, it. Well, you have to have something in it because, like, this issue is like it was, it was, it would be pulled up. 
cross item inside. So when you bit down, there's tension I on it. I feel like we're going to have to do some experiments to see the viability Maybe. of this. Hey, future <laughs> video series. Let's find let's some find stuff here we can bite. <laughs> um, okay, not the point. So after the cool roundhouse kick, she is trying to escape the tunnel. And she does this like really badass sleep over the pit and this, has her little pick. This was so oh. good because that is a total game moment because she has to like make a big leap, hook on with her pick and climb up. And it's just yeah. fantastic. That felt good seeing that. Um, she gets outside, reunites with Lou Ren. And around this time is where the chopper that Matthias had called in shows up. Because mm -hmm. he called for the chopper see... as soon as he said, I've got the tomb open. So people are yeah. coming for them. Uh, they see all the slave laborers and Ren with guns. They see her with the bow, and she's just kind of like, "Oh, getting us out of here." I have a slight issue with this because I feel like that chopper was very small, and there was a lot of people to, uh, to put on that chopper, but they somehow got them all. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like that's a very small chopper, man. Like this wasn't Chop like a freaking. And they have like a maximum weight limit as well. I mean, they exactly. were they were crammed like, in there. Um, also, where were you bringing those people? Like, I don't understand. It's true, like wherever you'd be going, you would think that would be like the evil lair's stronghold. Um, but I guess they oh. redirected the chop. I don't know. It's fine. They end up on a boat, right? Or is that the movie? Oh. No, that's the movie. I, I mean, that's the game. Never mind. I'm confused. Yeah, that's the game. That's, that's probably. the game. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, so she heads back to London, we'll assume. To her home, uh, yes. Now that she 100% knows her dad is dead, she signs the papers. She is going to have. Her name's Anna, right? Anna, yeah. Anna run the day to day stuff, and she is going to run kind of like, I guess, the business somehow. Uh, well, she gives power of attorney to Anna, which is... Yeah, so. I think so. Um, and so she's looking through this book, and she makes comments to the old man who gave her the book, like, oh, we own all these companies. And then, like, stuff starts to happen, and you see Aura putting pieces together that, so... The Trinity is doing stuff to... It, they, they deal with supernatural things, like Kimiko. Uh, Kimiko. Kimiko. <laughs> Um, and I guess her dad believed Anna to be part of Trinity and that Trinity, cause he, the dad makes comment that someone from Trinity is watching him. Mm. The dad believed it was Anna because there's a picture of Anna, uh, that he took like following him. Uh, and then she sees one of the businesses that they own was all over the stuff that Matthias and his gang was using, mm -hmm. uh, I forget what the name was. I forget what I it was, too. Was, was it too Praxian? I want to say it was, like, something, something. Axian. I don't know. doesn't um, matter. So that kind of sets up a future movie where yes. Laura is obviously going to be trying to stop the Trinity and, like, stop Anna. Because, like, uh, and that pretty much is where the movie wraps up is her starting to plan her next adventure. Yes, and I love this ending. I love how it sets up the next movie. And I am super excited for the next movie where she gets to be herself. And she doesn't have these daddy issues to deal with. She just gets to be the quintessential Laura Croft and out there kicking ass, being super strong, being the hero. And I'm 100% ready for that. Um, and then we have one final scene. So earlier <laughs> in the movie... I can't believe we didn't talk money. about this yet. I love yeah, this I part. This was so great. 
<laughs> to make uh, some money to pay for the boat uh, to get to the island, she sells a necklace that her dad gave her to a pawn shop. Um, some pretty funny dialogue in that uh, scene. The pawn shop owner um, and his wife are hilarious. They were really good characters. Yeah. Uh, and so she goes back to get it. She has like all this money because now she's part of the, she owns the business. Yeah. And then so she gets the necklace back, and then she looks in the back. She sees guns, and I don't know. Like in the game, is this like a big thing that she does the dual Desert Eagles? I know in the old Tomb Raider movies that was like the thing is Angelina Jolie had two Desert Eagles that she used. Um, and I guess maybe the early games they did those, but in know, the new was... set of games, I don't know. There was just one point where I had two guns at the same time. The rest of the time, okay. it was always just one gun at a time. It was a pretty yeah. badass scene when I had the yeah. two guns. Um, but yeah, and I thought I that definitely was... feel like oh, go ahead. staple thing for Laura Croft is yeah. to have the two handguns. So maybe they were just trying yeah. to that. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that the whole movie, like she only really had the bow and arrow. She didn't get into any of the guns yet but like in the game you get all kinds of guns so i mean she doesn't have a problem with guns so i guess we're gonna see that in the next movie which is which is cool i'm good with that um but yeah overall um i'm sure how the sit of the box office but i think it had to be done and i haven't heard any negative reports about it so yeah hopefully it did well enough for us to get a sequel of some sort because it was i enjoyed this movie like i had my issues with it obviously but i had a lot of fun with it um That was a good popcorn flick, and I'm definitely down for another Tomb Raider movie. Yeah. I'm just checking my notes to see if there's anything that I missed. Um... So you made it this far and you haven't seen the movie. Uh, we just spoiled everything. I mean, you probably for... don't need to now. You probably don't need to, um, unless you just really want to make sure there's a sequel uh, and go watch it yourself. But uh, yeah, if you can definitely, like, I don't know, if you want to just wait and rent it, I definitely recommend it. Um, I mean, I think it's fun to see in the theater. I don't, I don't like Cody's measured review of it here. It's like, no, it was a good movie. It was good. It's a lot of fun. You should go see okay, it. Okay, I always say movies are pretty good. Like Batman v Superman, pretty good flick in my opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, you can, at that comic book, Cody, if you want to fight me on that, because I <laughs> love Batman v Superman, you motherfuckers. Um, that's a whole other podcast. Um, whole other podcast. Um. Yeah. Any final thoughts, right, uh, Sam? Not really about the movie. <clears throat> there were a few things I wanted to say about the game. You should go for it. <clears throat> I loved this game so much. I had no idea what to expect when I started it. Oh my god! Excuse me. Hold on. <clears throat> Sam's losing your voice. Don't, don't worry about us. <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, so it turns out, like. This type of game, like this action adventure, like linear story going around shooting things, it's it's exactly what I want. It's like my favorite type of game. Um, it felt very similar to like Resident Evil 4, except with really good controls. Oh. <clears throat> but it's the same thing. You go in, like you kind of clear an area with the enemies, then you go gather your stuff and you keep going. Um, so I, I loved that about it. It's a really beautiful game and like, the HUD is completely clear most of the time. And then you just do a little ping to like see your objective waypoint and stuff like that. So you get to like, just see the beauty of it. Um, I kind of feel like this game, it's like this close 
to being a horror game. Now, I know that sounds yeah. weird, but um, it's it's really tense. There's like thunderstorms and like dark, scary stuff. And then in multiple points in the game, you get to spaces where there's like just like skulls and skeletons and like rivers of blood that you have to go through. And I'm like, if you just substituted these guys with guns with like zombies, like it could totally be like a Resident Evil game, um, which is probably why I like it. It's very good. Um, there are oh, just one thing I love when like games make really good use of the DualShock controller. Um, so this game, most of the time, the light is green on your controller. But anytime you have a torch in your hand, the light will flicker like a red yellow to like oh. mimic the firelight, which is yeah, really cool. cool. It's so cool when they do stuff like that. Um, and then, oh, there's just like, there are scenes where there's really quick action and you have to do some little quick time events to, you know, complete them. But, and usually I don't care for that, but these are like really invigorating. Like there's a part where you're like going down these zip lines and you have to like drop off of one and like land on another one below and keep going. And then you like jump in this river and you have to like shotgun uh, the blockade to get through and it's just like it was so exciting so like the stuff that they do like that was so fun um i just liked it a whole lot um yeah that was so fun. are you most likely going to play the next one the uh because now you have to play the second one because third one is coming out this third year. one's coming out yes um yeah. so fun fact rise of the tomb raider is available on game pass on xbox so i'll be playing it there oh so yeah i'm excited okay. to try it so a little yeah. tie into our last episode okay yeah okay. yeah i think but... i'm about to play these games because i had a bad experience with the first one the first like 10 minutes maybe if i just got past that i had to have a little bit more fun with it let so me I tell you cody i was playing it on easy and that probably made a huge yeah. difference it was a lot of fun Maybe. i had that auto aim assist on so like i'd be in cover Ooh. and i'd just pop up and i'd already be aimed at the people i could just shoot at them. it was great okay. so it lets you just enjoy the game without having to like deal with like really tough stuff and i will say you know how i hate puzzles uh but i mean it does have puzzles in the tombs but they're not like super hard and like some of them are kind of fun so i didn't mind them that much i did have to look a few up to figure out what I was doing. There was this one... Okay, the game did glitch a few times. And, like, sometimes it would get, like, stuck and I'd have to just close the whole game down and restart it. But there was this one tomb and I'm like, I know I just need to climb on this thing and then just jump on the wall. But, like, I got over to the thing and, like, it wouldn't let me jump to the wall. It was only letting me jump in place and I couldn't jump off the thing. I was like, what am I doing wrong? I got so angry. Um, but I just had to close it and restart the game and then it was fine. And the good thing is it has really good checkpoints. So like oh, even good. if when you do die, it's just like it loads you really close to where you were. So it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. All right. All right. Well, that about wraps us up for our special edition of the Dark yeah. Games podcast. Let us know uh, if you would like other movie reviews. Uh, we can, you know, I think we have plans for uh, the best video game movie of all time, the Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Um, yeah. So if you know any video game movies you want covered, let us know. We'll see what we can do about it. Uh, you can reach us at it's contact at geekardgames.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekardgames. If you would like to watch our YouTube videos, we are at geekardgames.com slash YouTube. 
And if you want to join our Discord server, where I'm sure we'll have a bunch of talk about the Tomb Raider movie uh, and our little movies channel, it's uh, geekheartgames.com slash Discord. It's a little shortcut for that. You can follow me on Twitter and tell me how BBS is the greatest uh, superhero flick of all time at Comic Book Cody. Sam? Um, I don't have any exciting movie things to fight about on Twitter, but I'm at SKSUVAK. <laughs> all right. And that'll about do it for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to uh, leave us a review on iTunes. You can listen to us on Spotify and leave a review there, I'm sure, somehow. Just leave the reviews yeah, and yeah. likes and all that, you know. It helps out. <laughs> it helps good. us out. We really appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. All right, Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do, do, do. Yeah. That was so, unth- like, no enthusiasm <laughs> at all. Like, come on. I didn't prep my dudes beforehand, so. You gotta prep those dudes. Prep the dudes. Right. Bye, everybody.